What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Five Cents Podcast. Uh, you know, if you're a returning listener, you already know what's going on. We're just five guys. We sit down, talk about things going on in the world. You know, just have goofy, fun conversations with each other. You know, I'm with the usual crew. We got Jackson. What's up? Josh. What's good? King Nate. What's up, y'all? And Nico. What's up? All right. So uh, I'm your host. I'm Zay. I'm the host today. And um, something that I thought was pretty interesting that's been going on that I've been seeing like around like Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> is, uh, it's a little it's a little sad. But uh, do y'all know who Gabby Petito is? Y'all heard of Gabby Petito? I don't know. Who is that? Okay. So the reason why is, um, you know, recently there's been like a string of missing women like due to human trafficking like it's picking up it's getting bad and like young women are just disappearing like all over and um gabby petito is she's a what was she 22 year old woman she went on a, a van like trip around the world i guess with her fiance and um she went missing and then they found her body and, you know, but the fiance is still alive. He's not saying anything, yada, yada. So they think that he killed her. But basically, while she was missing, um, the main uproar about it is, you know, what happened is that and she deserved justice, like everyone else. But people are pointing out at, like, how fast the news, like, spread it around, how everyone, like, started searching and joining in. But they pointed out that, like, when um when like you know black women disappear or uh you know other minority women disappear they don't get even an ounce of the same like effort and you know they were saying you know some people took it to the extreme like i saw some people saying like we really you know we won't care about Gabby Petito until you care about uh, you know and then it'd be someone's name and it'd be like a missing black woman you know and I was like okay I think that's a little extreme I just wanted to hear like what y'all thought about that if y'all knew anything about it yeah um, so I, I had a little I had a little experience with like the subject and the story specifically because my little sister uh, has been following it really closely she's like really intrigued by that story and not in like a in a bad way but um so she had been kind of like giving me updates as to what was happening and then i did a little research myself and you're absolutely right um there's like this huge uh, i guess conversation that's kind of arising now in the sense that the media essentially recognized very quickly that her story was marketable you know you've got like the because she's just like petite little white girl and her fiance and she goes missing and then it becomes this manhunt for the fiance and everything. And so they quickly saw how marketable that story was and ran with it. And you're what I think the conversation centers around the most, and you're absolutely right about this, is the public response. Because you had this, you know, essentially you could almost call it a movement, right, of people sweeping the nation trying to like find this guy or, you know, when they were looking for her body and stuff. And it even got so far that, like, you know, my sister's a sophomore in high school who, like, she has no connection to this story at all. She's she's invested. She's intrigued. And it really shows the polarity as to, like, 
they really it's not like this journalism is happening specifically for a good cause it's not like it's just being done out of pure like uh charity or pure kindness a lot of the time it comes at what the media decides is going to be marketable what they decide is going to run successfully and that often comes at the detriment of minorities so yeah there's absolutely a discussion to be had had for like the uh inequality in that representation and i think you're absolutely right i think that it's like i i obviously don't think that it's right to ignore people even though others are being ignored ignored you know two rights don't make a or two wrongs don't make a right but that being said there's you know equivocacy in that statement like there there needs to be some kind of standard because this whole thing has become essentially a nationwide manhunt and it's a specific incident that you could go along class and racial lines and define as like yeah, this is what they figured would be good instead of actually running it based on we need to find somebody who's missing because they need help. Um, let me jump in real quick. So, yeah, this is my um, first time hearing about this. But something that came to my mind is, okay, if you look at, like, the past hundred years, I definitely say that uh, America has come a long way in the diversity and minority aspect. Absolutely. If you're looking between a uh, 100-year range. But um, if you look back at, like, the history for the U.S., um, I always, like, heard the saying that the person that was, like, weakest in power and looked down upon, like, the worst was always, like, the black woman. If you looked at it, like, society-wise, it was, like, the black woman was, like, at, like, the bottom of, like, the totem pole. There was nothing lower than a black woman for everything. That's why it took them so long to get to where they are with like rights. And now even today I change it, I tweak it from black woman to minority woman because that's still I guess the lowest you could be in our society today and it shows you that kind of throughout these years even though we're still getting better is I don't want to say nothing has changed, but there's still too much progress to be made. Those people are absolutely right for being mad at the fact that like, you know, there's no light being shed on the fact that this is happening to all women. They're not just like handpicking these women. They probably fall into a certain age, certain build. That's the criteria for like what's going on right here. That has nothing to do with race. So anyone can get snatched in this situation. But we're only shedding light, like Jackson said, to a more marketable, more approachable situation. And it's definitely not fair to these families that have lost their children because um, of some nonsense like this and like no one cares like imagine the way those families and family members feel about this that their child daughter cousin niece is not cared about because she happens to you know not be white and it's sad but true to say that that's still the society that we live in today and with all the vast improvements we've made you know we're near where we're supposed to be but um, I also agree with Jackson in the fact that, like, that doesn't mean on the minority side that now you shun out the other side, the other opposition, because there shouldn't be another opposition. We should all be trying to shoot towards the same goal. But part of our problem is the fact that we always think that you got to pick sides. Oh, we got to be in battle. I got to be fighting for something. No, you don't. You don't. You honestly don't need to. We should just be trying to better one another, one another, and look out for one another. And we struggle with that. 
So it's um it's a two sided thing now. One side you know outweighs the other, but both matter in this aspect. So um it sucks to hear that this is going on, but I mean there are certain things that definitely could be done to uh, you know help improve this. But that's my take. <clears throat> yeah, I'd probably agree for sure. Like I don't know too much about the situation, so I can't really speak on as many of the details. But I will say this has been a problem with media for a very long time. You know, even outside of you know just from like this situation with you know the traffic and things of that nature but like you know they always say you know a brown a white person kills him or shoots up a school or thing that along that lines and you know they're a troubled team but you know a brown person doesn't they're a terrorist you know it's that same type of issue that kind of transcends a lot, a lot of crimes and kind of a lot of terrible stuff that goes on in the world today but i definitely don't think that we should kind of take away from the severity of a situation like this just because it does kind of lean towards more of her attributes as opposed to a lot of you know, women who have gone through these type of things and haven't had the same type of support, even though it's like a crazy situation and we wish that, you know, everyone would be equal. That's just not the reality. And the point that we've gotten into today's world, which it is getting better over time. It's been it was a lot worse a long time ago, but there's always room to improve and there's always room to make sure that, you know, people get the same treatment and the equality that, you know, everyone deserves. Because at the end of the day, this is a person's life. This is a person's family. You know, so there's a lot of trauma that goes into some of these situations. So, you know, but I do hope that, you know, aside from kind of the inequality that came from some of these situations that, you know, we do continue to, you know, put the money in and support in to, you know, help stop kind of these things from happening and making awareness of it. Because in general, like the more we talk about just the issue of, you know, kind of these women disappearing, you know, the trafficking in general, it kind of gets, even those who, you know, wouldn't support it as much because it might not be someone who looks like them or someone who looks like them might not get the same support. You're still getting educated on the topic. You're still learning kind of ways to prevent this and ways to help people, you know, in your home, your friends, your family, the woman in your life from experiencing this type of trauma so definitely hope people still continue to kind of support these type of issues for sure (laughs) no but pretty much what i was gonna say is in situations like this there's no way you can make everybody happy because look there's gonna be something going on every day there's always going to be somebody, there's going to be somebody getting abducted, you know, someone getting kidnapped, and the news isn't going to cover every single thing going on, you know? So, <clears throat> I feel like in this aspect, kind of going on with what Jackson and Josh said, it's just picking the marketable story. I mean, and that's, it's as simple as that. And I also feel like something that I've noticed is the news and, like, different media outlets, that a lot of times they cover um, material that ends up diverse, diversifying us as people. So, I mean, it's kind of like, Hitting the ginger, I feel like, you know, not trying to get too deep into that conspiracy theory shit, but I don't know. Like, I usually don't even dwell too much into the media stuff in the first place. But I don't know. I feel like me personally, I understand why it's being taken so seriously because, I mean, if you think about it, you really don't see a lot of, like, African-American women being covered, especially in, like, the human trafficking aspect. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, for myself, I just don't really look too much into that media shit because I know, like, how corrupted it, it can be, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like... It's it's sad. It's a very sad situation, you know. And I feel sorry for the family, everybody involved. But I mean, it's it's tough, and this stuff happens every day, you know. But I mean, not trying to like take away from the situation anything. But if 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 we if everything could be covered, I'm sure there would be, you know. So yeah, it's kind of a situation where you have a divide where like charity is meeting like what you genuinely know is a problem. Like you're you're staring in the face of like inequality, but that can't 
I essentially in my mind I, that can't stand in the way of your ability to like try and help this family if if you feel so inclined or you know be caring or like contribute to the to the manhunt or whatever they're doing it's it's a shame in the sense that you can recognize and I feel like most people hopefully should recognize that 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 separation exists that African American women aren't ne portrayed nearly to this degree in the media because they simply don't see it as marketable <clears throat> and that's awful and but that being said, that has to be almost a separate issue in my mind, similar to kind of what Nate said, like that doesn't necessarily stand in the way of your ability to help people who are struggling and to see suffering and want to mitigate it. Because no matter what, you're seeing suffering just of two different kinds. You're seeing the suffering of, of a group of people and the suffering of someone who just lost someone they cared about. And there is no correct way to ignore one in pursuit of the other. You have to be able to recognize that both are valid. And they might be in contrast, but you can meet both ends by trying to essentially be good to both. Yeah. It's kind of like if you just even out the scale, you know, it's like, sure, she did deserve to be searched. You know, she did deserve to be searched for. Her remains deserve to be found. Like, Absolutely. The guy deserved to be hunted down, but it shouldn't just be for her like it should be in, in for anyone who's in that situation for anyone who got you know snatched for anyone who got you know abducted killed like for just anyone who went missing because everyone has a family you know he came from somewhere and um it's it sucks for the people who like josh is saying it sucks for their families because now you have these families thinking you know they're crying you know their lives are disturbed you know it's like a, a meteor just crashed down for them because that's how important that person is to them and they go around and they're looking out and they're asking for help you know trying to get the news spread around trying to get you know all these companies to pick it up and run it on the air and no we don't think we'll do you know and it, it'll probably make them feel so small you know like we can't get anyone to help they're missing you know, we just want them to come home. Just like um, her parents, that's all they were thinking. They just wanted her to come home. And they were willing to, you know, do whatever they had to do. But everyone's like that. And it shouldn't be for, you know, just white people. It shouldn't be for, oh, well, you know, now that it's kind of blatantly obvious, like, oh, well, we're going to pity, pity help you now. So now they get more attention than them. It should be for everyone in general. You know, regardless of race, it shouldn't matter. They're people, and something unfortunate happened to them, and they need help. And they should be helped on that basis, and that basis alone. But that, that was my take on it, because it was pretty... When I first heard about it, I was like, huh. You know, I didn't think too much about it. I was just like, it sounds like a bunch of angry people. You know, but then I was like, wait, let me, let me look at it. You know, and I just clicked, and then I just kept clicking, and I started looking, and I was like, wow. This is the, you know, this is where we're at right now. This is not okay. Yeah. It sucks that something so, like, humanitarian and altruistic could be problematic, right? That there would be a divide in something that should be so basic, right? Like, <clears throat> someone's missing, help out, like, aid somebody in need, but... Unfortunately, that's the way that it is. And it just shows how like deep rooted that separation is amongst us. You know what I'm saying? It's Absolutely. Sad. Yeah, and um, you know, not trying to keep it dark, but 
you know, one last thing is, you know, it always hits home, you know, for people differently when you get to hear, you know, about it. So, like, have you guys ever, like, witnessed a situation like that where, you know, someone was, like, you know, you witnessed racism or, like, someone was denied something because of the way they were, they were raised, like, have y'all ever been in or witnessed a situation like that? I mean, kind of just in general, I feel like we kind of see that on a smaller scale in everyday life, honestly. Because, you know, just as everyone in minority in this, you know, podcast, you kind of go see things differently, have different experience than, you know, your average person would have. You know, we're kind of brought up and trained to learn to, you know, act this certain way or do this certain thing, you know. Big things, you know, code switching that everybody says is a joke, but that's actually, you know, a real way you have to live your life in order to be successful is the points that you need to be to. So, you know, I don't have any like specific, well, there's a lot of specific stories I could get into, but I feel like it's kind of even more important than, you know, every single day that, you know, there's a different way we have to see things that a lot of people don't really realize and don't experience. So when they say, you know, they, the situation you come from, oh, it's not that different, or oh, you don't really have to do that much, or I don't see why it's so, such a big deal. It's a, it's a big deal because, you know, Every year of our life is changed and tailored to the way that, you know, society thinks that we should act or society is comfortable with us acting. You feel what I'm saying? So same way that they kind of twist the media to, you know, present, you know, bad situations like that, you know, where black women aren't getting the support they need. You know, a lot of times whether it's, you know, just the money issue or just kind of a, a community issue, a lot of times minorities don't at all get the same treatment that, you know, a lot of people It's kind of the biggest place that I see it at. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, Nate, are you cool with uh, me talking about um, when we were heading back from the concert? Oh yeah, I can tell that story. Yeah, that, oh, that was gonna be the perfect example. Yeah, 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 I was gonna say. So, just a, a quick example. The first time I ever my well, this is one of the first interactions I ever had, kind of in like a like a car crash or like dealing with police that type of thing. So I was, it was my senior year of high school, and I was driving. Uh, I actually went Christmas shopping with some of my friends and we were going back to school, you know, seniors, half days, whatever. And so they left or whatever. And I was going back to drive, uh, you know, drive back to school, you know, quizzes and studying for finals and stuff like that. And as I'm driving, I get hit by this lady in this car. Right. And so, you know, first thing on my mind is like, damn, you know, this is crazy. Uh, you know, even though we both, you know, hit each other, I was like, oh, well, let me make sure this lady's all right. So I go up to her window. She refused to roll down her window. She doesn't say anything, doesn't say a word, just looks at me, just points back, refuses to roll down her window. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, coincidentally, she had, you know, a couple NRA stickers, a couple, you know, certain type of flags on the back of her car. So I knew what the deal was when I was getting into it. And then so, you know, as soon as I go up there, so we're waiting on the cop. I'm sitting outside. It's cold outside. This is December. This is then the semester. So, you know, it's chilling. And as I'm coming outside, the cops pulls up there. A bunch of different people come out because it was at a mall in the, the place that I lived. A bunch of people come out the mall and they're like, oh, and, you know, this dude hit this, 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 and all this stuff. He slammed into her car. He was speeding through the parking lot, all this extra stuff. And then even some of the, like, the lady comes out and she's like, oh, this nigga came through and hit me in the back of the car, da, 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 and I couldn't do anything. And I'm just sitting there amazed. Because not only did she, you know, which I assumed she was going to be acting a different type of way just because, you know, that's the type of vibe she gave off. But a bunch of just random people who had nothing to do with the experience basically came out and blatantly told a different story just because they saw some black kid hit this old white lady. You know, and this black kid and this white lady got in a crash and there's no chance she could be wrong. And, you know, luckily for me, you know, the cop, you know, work with us and had some sense and I didn't get in any crazy trouble, but just situations like that are just standard situations that would never happen to me had I not been, you know, a black dude driving in the South, you feel what I'm saying? So just an interest, interesting take on life. 
Mm. I'm sorry that happened, bro. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah, me hearing that story, I'm just like, bro, I am glad that cop looked at that car crash and said, ain't no way, boy. Uh, ain't no like, way. That's the way that, like, like <laughs> the entire, like, front axle on my car had been, like, bent in a certain way that he was like, there's no way all of this can be true. Like, it, there, was, there was, like, basically they were saying, like, oh, you know, he pulled out and he was speeding and all this extra crazy stuff. And I was like, the fact that I had come out the intersection and she hit me with such force that the entire axle, axle on my car almost came off. There's no way that it was 100% me just eating into her type of thing. So, Yeah, that crowd dynamic is wild, too. The bystanders. That's, Dude, man. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, it's crazy. There are people, I've witnessed that. Like, people, with if one person says something or if one person, like, voices their opinion, people will just snap in line. And it's like, Seeing that switch in people is it's so crazy, you know? It's like, wow. But what do you think? Like, do you actually think that or are you just you just riding the wave and why? You know, why why would you do that? It's what crazy to think? see how like yeah, it's crazy to see how like confirmation bias plays into people's interpretation of events because regardless of what side you see like regardless of you know what opinion what stance you have on any relation in this country on any movement in this country any time that there's a major event there are at least you know recently there are two very polarized sides and the information that circles within the two logistically is more or less the same it's just the spin on that information that's different so in nate's case you know the information about that crash was consistent throughout the crowd these two people hit each other but the take that everyone took on it was just their confirmation bias it was what they wanted to believe it was you know they recall the events in a manner that makes sense to them because it's the way that they've set it up just like nate said you know this black kid crashing this old white lady there's no way she could be wrong right it has to be his fault and it is wild to see, like, when you when you look at these events, how some of the exact same objective events played out in the exact same order can receive entirely different treatments by two different groups of people. And I think a great example would be Capitol Hill, January 6th, or whatever that was. Because that was a very significant event that's impossible to not cover in some objective way. You have to state what happened, right? People breached the Capitol. But regardless of which take you see on it, there are two very polarized, completely different takes on the exact same thing. And it's purely just motivation and what people want to believe about the course of those events. Some people want to believe that it was a push for freedom against a tyrannical election. And some people want to believe that it was a you know domestic terrorist attack, which... Like that, that, that difference is wild to me that there's such a dichotomy and something that I, I thought was pretty clear cut. You know, I, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, they're storming the Capitol. That's, it's pretty awful. <laughs> like, like I think it, most people, when you see a force storming the Capitol, you're like, you probably, you probably should do that, bro. Like that's not exactly chill, but I don't know. It's nah. so seeing that play out into like something as personal as Nate's story is just crazy. It, it seems wild. so big picture on like the news, but to hear that it happened to you is wild. Yeah. It's crazy. That is one of the couple couple stories. <laughs> so and you know yeah. what's even more crazy is I even think that it's because it's taught at such a young age because it even happened from like minority like on minority like. Even, like, me being raised, I can, like, look 
at like another minority person based off of like the way that they dress and talk, I'm already assuming stuff. And like this is someone that looks like me. That's honestly ridiculous. The fact that like it's so ingrained to us to like look at a situation and automatically come to a conclusion without knowing anything involved in the situation. We just look and we're like, oh yeah, this is it. When in actual reality, without actual facts or evidence on anything that happened, there's no way we should be jumping to conclusions. Yeah, maybe have like, I don't know, a slight thought in your mind, because there's some things that you just like can't shake. But like the fact that we're able to assume like this example is the best case. They just assume. Didn't even see it. They just come out. They looked. Ah, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. He had to. What are you talking about? You didn't watch the accident happen. So you really shouldn't be saying and you shouldn't even have an opinion because you didn't see it happen. So that's something that's also on like all of us. I don't think it should be looked on like a one sided thing. I think us as people need to get out of the habit of like automatically assuming something's going on based off of the way it looks and like who's involved. So um, I don't know what it will take for us to to get to that point or if it will ever happen. But, I mean, all we can do is hope. It's it's. Unf- I know I'm talking a lot, but I have, I have a brief little aside before you go, Nico. Just real quick. But a funny example of that, what you're talking about, Josh, and I personally think it's going to be, it'd be really hard to avoid that only because people are taught to have, to inference, right? To take information and make an educated guess. And it's a manner of like keeping yourself safe and other things like there are components that are helpful, but a funny, I'm I'm not sure if we've told the story on the podcast. If we have, uh, then I won't tell the full story. I was just going to tell uh, the beginning is when Josh and I met, so we're roommates for everyone listening. And when Josh and I met, I actually he, he and I both did the same thing to each other, that exact that exact same thing. Cause I just saw his name on a piece of paper, and it just said Josh E. And I was like, okay, Josh E., Tennessee Tech. I'm probably dealing with a guy like from an area like I grew up in. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dress in khakis and a polo shirt, buttoned all the way to the top, and <laughs> walk in all crisp and proper. And as you can tell, that's not what I got. So I walked in, and Josh looked at me like, oh my. He was like, not this guy. And I looked at Josh, and I was like, no, dude, there's no way. And so it took it took a few days to kind of reconcile that initial misjudgment on my part. Um, and so that's that's just an example of like it's so prevalent. I just wanted to speak to that too. But go ahead, Nico. I was just gonna say it's called unconscious bias, and uh, a lot of people have very like strict unconscious bias based off of, like the way media or like society is portrayed a certain group of eth- or ethnicity. And so, just I think one thing that people are gonna have to work on, if you know, if we're gonna you know expect change in the in situations like this, is work on that unconscious bias. You know, learn for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, realize that everybody needs to be treated equally. You know, you don't have to like think a certain way about a certain person just because of what you hear. You know, from something else or see based on like what other people are saying. You know, or what you see on the media. And also another thing that I stand by, you know, I say it all the time, is that a lot of times the reason, you know, conflicts even happen is because people are nosy as hell. You know, like, if, if people could just mind their damn business, a lot of shit in the world wouldn't even be going on. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I think people just have to work on, like, that unconscious bias they got and just minding their damn business and everything will be fine. Honestly. Oh, my gosh. Dude, are you saying <laughs> well, that? I don't know why. I didn't think of this. I'm so sorry. But literally, so a show just came out recently on Netflix called Clickbait. 
and I don't know who's in here has seen it, but literally the concept of that show is about the way um, social media can influence like biasness and how we have that um, pretty much like ingrained into our brain. Like if you watch the show or if you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about because the media points out all these different events based off of the way that they perceive the information and you live the story through like different people's lenses. Each episode is through a different person and you see how that situation is affecting them and those around them. And then at the end, you get to see how that actual story unfolded. And then it leaves you to think while you're watching it, did you make the right judgment? Did you assume the right thing? And then like, if you realize if you're like right or wrong, you reflect on yourself like, damn, I can't believe I assumed it was gonna be this person because of X, Y, Z, when actually I should have looked at the clues from this, the actual facts that were said and mentioned. So it's a great show to just look at and literally see what we're talking about. And uh, what I think it was like eight episodes or like 10 episodes real quick. So yeah, that's a great show to watch if um you wanna see this firsthand, so. I might watch it tonight. Yeah, Netflix needs to pay, pay me, bro. I just advertised that mug, bro. No sponsorship, bro. That's Not crazy. <laughs> Not yet, bro. You're right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Bro. Thank you, bro. Because the next thing that I was going to say is, you know, kind of get it off of that, was actually about a Netflix show that came out. I'm pretty sure all of y'all seen it. I've watched y'all watch it. You know, Squid Games. You know what I'm saying? Now, I have not seen it. So, I'm giving all of y'all a job. The four of y'all have a job. Not just for me, but the other people out there who are like me, who just haven't seen it. You got a job. You got to convince us to watch it, because we don't know anything about it. And I haven't been following the hype, so like, I really haven't heard much about it. Alright, I got three words for you, bro. That shit's fire. Hell nah. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, though. <laughs> I don't need to say nothing else to you, bro. That shit's fire. Alright, All right, I'm gonna say goofy. <laughs> no, hold on. Let me go first Hell real quick. Nah. I'm gonna just say something goofy because I've been seeing it on social media and now I've started dying, bro. So they've been doing um like these greater than posts and then on one side, they have Zendaya. And then on the other side, they got the main, like, female character for that show. And they've been saying that she's greater than Zendaya. And, dude, that stuff has been having me dead. More than dead. That but would be on your, her, that would be on your explore page, no. bro. Oh, stop. Saw it on somebody's Snapchat story that probably thinks too similar to me. But, you know, I was looking at it, and I was like, low-key... They could be on to something, because regardless, Thanks. she's pretty bad. I'm just going to state that out Thanks. there. Uh, they, so, they did a great so, job so, on hiring the cast, which we lead so, to an actual point. So, so, so I, just, I just, real quick, I want to point out that his only, his only real qualification for the cast so far is that the main female That's is bad. Saying. So I just want to add That's evidence. That's a terrible to way to the show. Before, before y'all destroy me... Honestly, I was talking to Nico about it. I think they did a great job on casting. When I tell you that these characters to the T play out their roles so perfectly that like it's almost like when you have like if you're like playing a game 
and you have like certain type of characters that just have to be a certain way. They were able to perfectly, or like like one of like the high school scenarios, like the jock, the nerd, the the whatever. Like they were filling out their roles. I'm talking about to the T, and that made the show that much better because when you go through like their stories and you understand like what they went through to get to where they are, you honestly can feel for each character because each character is different, but each character was struggling with something else. And like you get to see the way it connects and message meshes and interfolds and become, you know, the show that we like for those who've watched it, but I'll probably let like um, Nate or Nico actually get into like a good like synopsis. Yeah. Other the, than the, the bad story. females in the show, which you know they females, females. multiple. Nah, it's just female. No, the other females in the show. The other one, bro. She gotta go, bro. Don't even, don't even get into her, bro. Apparently, her name like translates to like pretty woman. The other one does, which is crazy. But it, it plays off to the character. I'm not. Y'all can't be sleeping. Y'all can't be sleeping on the girl with the nose ring. Oh yeah. Pretty dose woman. That's it. Period. (laughs) (laughs) To get into some more of the details of the show, I would describe like Squid Game is an anime for niggas who don't like animation, basically. So it has like, you know, it has your tropes or like the certain character archetypes and everything. But the writing in that show and the ways it sets up a lot of some like the twists and like some of the suspenseful moments are like top notch. Which like a lot of the like Korean, or I think it's Korean. Korean shows be like do that a lot with some of the shows that they do. Yo, like the way that they like set up like some of the like the end of the games and like the plot twists are like stuff you like never really expect. And they're like they do such a good job on the characters because like I swear everyone had their favorite character. Shout out that nigga Ali. You feel what I'm saying? But hey, everyone, hey, 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 that was my boy too. That oh, boy yeah. Ali. Hey, oh, hey, yeah. he a G. That's all y'all need to know. He oh, a G. Man. Yeah, real guy, real guy. But like, it's believable that every character, because you know, these are basically people who have like nothing to live for, who have like nothing really to risk. So like, they they basically have a lot of like backstory, which like instead of making it long and drawn out, like a lot of shows like that do, they actually do it pretty quick and kind of develop it within the story. So rather than you being like, oh, there's an episode of filler so I can learn about the main character, it's like every you know, ever so often you learn more about the relationship between each other. So like, the character development is a one in that show. Low-key a sleeper is the music in that show, too. Because it actually plays a lot into some of the suspense that a lot of people, like, it makes it a lot more impactful when, you know, the crazy shit does happen. You're, like, even more surprised. So, you know, I honestly, especially if you're going to avoid spoilers, Squid Game is something crazy. So I definitely recommend it for sure. Yeah, aside from me saying that shit fire, like, I think if you're really into, like, thrillers, you'll really enjoy the show because... Throughout the whole nine episode experience, you're like constantly on the edge of your seat, just like what's gonna happen next? Like, oh, who who's gonna get it next? You know, like what's gonna happen? Who's gonna win the game? All that stuff, you know. And it's constantly going through your brain because the way they foreshadow the characters and like they have everybody interact is like there's no way you can really tell till later on in the show. So it like it really draws you in, you know. And I just think it's overall a great experience if you're you know into that type of stuff. So definitely yeah, check I'll, it out. I'll just touch on the description. Since they didn't mention it. So pretty much Squiz Games is about um, a group of people that get asked to play a game. Now at the time, you don't know anything about these people's backgrounds for the most part. But it's like this, like I guess, famous game in Korea where you take like a piece of paper and you try to hit the paper on the ground and pop it up. And it like should flip. So they said, if you make it flip, I think you get like 100,000 yen. And if you don't, then you owe them. But these people, they were broke. They in debt. 
So like he said, they were like, you know what? I got you. Instead of me, instead of you owing me, I get to slap you in the face. And that was a test because the people that ended up actually making it to the game, these are people that continuously lost and they kept eating these slaps up because they had like determination to get that money. And then after they finally won, they slid them a call and was like, hey, if you want to um, play more games like this, call this number. We got you. So pretty much in summary, it's pretty much a show up about people that have debt that cannot be paid off by normal means. So they get a huge opportunity to play four different games with a group of people. It's six. Um, see, that's what I get for not finishing the show completely. Six. <laughs> Yeah, I watched it kind of weird, but that's beside the point. So six games, they get a chance to play six games, which at the end of the six games, whoever's left or, like, remains standing inside the contest gets to walk around with this huge sum of money. And you get to see pretty much all the actions that it takes to get there. And I'm going to leave it at that. We've kind of talked about all the side things that we liked about it, but that's, like, the general gist of the story. So, like, I've been calling it, I think Nate calling it, like, an anime, that, that's pretty on point. I've been calling it a better version of The Hunger Games, because to me, it just reminded me of The Hunger Games the, the second I heard it. I was like, and I really liked The Hunger Games, like, the way, like, the story is written out. And I thought that, that this was better than that. So, if you like The Hunger Games, definitely watch this. If you already watch anime, I don't know how you haven't watched this. And if you're into neither, stop being a bum and watch this. It, for, the, for the anime watchers, it kind of reminds me of Dead Man Wonderland. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. For sure. Oh, Dead Man Wonderland, man. Oh. So it reminds oh, me of uh, mixed, mixed feelings about that show, but, man. The, but the manga, not the anime. The manga. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm just talking about the show. <laughs> mixed feelings about the show, bro. Yeah, the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the ones that I had to take y'all advice and read the manga because the show was just weird. It was honest. I was honestly confused, and it wasn't like the confused like, "Oh, you got me." I was confused because it was weird. Like I was like, "Bro, what? What are, what are y'all doing right now?" No, no, it's a weird show. But they didn't like orchestrate the show right, if that makes sense. So that's why it was weird, and I was confused. And then when I read the manga, I'm like, ah, okay, there's one of those. So I, I, I agree. Yeah, very mixed feelings. I did like enjoy the show, but I enjoyed the manga like a lot more than the show, like a lot. I am Doctor Bob. Doctor Bob. My bad, guys. <laughs> y'all didn't, y'all didn't hear that. So, uh, what's next, thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, this one, this one, I thought, I thought this was kind of funny. All right. This was kind of funny. And it's a question that I thought was funny. All right. Y'all might not think it's funny. But look. Scenario. All right. Besides the basic necessities. You know. Food, water. You know what I'm saying? Food, water, clothes, yada, yada. Besides the basics. What's one thing that you don't think you can go a day without? (laughs) Hmm. Jackson's to say talking sus. Oh, hell no. 
You should be looking at Instagram ads. I am not. I am not gonna let him disrespect me like this publicly. I am not gonna let him disrespect me. You thought you was gonna get away with that? Josh, no way that you, Mister Thirst Swiper, just came for me out here. Just pull your phone up, and we'll see what you don't live without, bro. We just gotta go do your feet. I don't know why y'all are doing me like this, bro. These dudes are like. Josh the type of dude. Josh the type of dude. starts sweating when Zendaya posts, bro. He get a single bead rolling down the side of his face. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, got a comment on this thing." Yeah. I was trying to, you, I was trying to defend you, Josh, but you exposed yourself on the last topic, so there's no help. The first thing this man said about Squid Game was somebody was bad, bro. So, oh, it just cracked me up because I saw it on my feed. Like, look, look, you know what? Y'all just say I can stay with the media, but my thing is, you this. probably do. What? Oh my god, stop. Look, 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 look. Let me put it like this. A lot of the things that I mention isn't even on my feed. I see it on someone else's feed that I know. I said, yeah, I didn't say yeah. all. I didn't say all. So I guess I'm hanging around with the wrong type of people or following oh, the wrong type oh, of people. Nigga, don't put that on us. Don't put that on us. Don't put that on us, bro. What are you talking about? My friends are just bad influencers, so I follow too many Instagram models. Oh, That's all you. Yeah. Bro, I really tried that now, now, now Nico, bro. You want to do Mr. Expose? Mr. Jordan Woods, Jordan Woods. Oh, my God. She's so bad. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't live without her. Please stop, bro. Little, little, little boys, like guys. Some of us do it to a higher degree. Why are you looking at the camera like that? What'd you say? What? No, 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 Josh. Why did you try to start justifying it by some of us do it to a higher degree than others? He's a connoisseur. He spins the wine in the glass. Some of us have a finer taste. No, 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 no. I wasn't even doing it like that because, like, I've seen and I, I can't even say I personally know, but I've just seen some actual, like, creeps that's that's what i was talking about at like the higher level type stuff but it really should even be broken bro, down what to you, levels bro? you're not high i'm just a normal ass dude bro since this man tried to answer for me and i'm gonna give an actual answer to your question because i think that's a good question for me like besides the the absolute bare necessities i think one thing that i couldn't live without is like actual quality conversation and it's only because like going through periods where you don't like for example last year i had to go like i think it was 14 days in quarantine because i thought i had covid but i didn't um, which was lucky but it was at a time where covid testing wasn't as readily available um so it actually might have been a little over a year ago because vaccine wasn't readily available either so it was just a situation where you were you were forced to quarantine and out of like respect for the people around me and classmates and my like older family members it was a stay by myself in my apartment kind of thing um and I did not like set foot outside of my apartment at all for the better part of those 14 days. Like I would open it to get delivery and that was pretty much it. Um, I was lucky, fortunate enough to be able to like get most of my groceries and stuff delivered. Uh, and so during those 14 days, admittedly, even though I talked to people like online, you know, like I would have conversations with people not getting to like sit down with a friend and just like, you know, have fun, have a fun conversation, go get lunch, that kind of thing. It was it was awful. And I know that that sounds like such a petty complaint. But for me personally, not having that like human connection, that contact is it's it really like kind of weighs my world down and it doesn't let me feel as like free as I normally do. So for me, that would be what it'd be. It'd be having that kind of connection and conversation. For me, 
Well, actually, Jackson, I think you having conversation as as yours is. I think that's a really good one because honestly, that's a that's a quality conversation is hard to come by, anyways. You know, so like, our, you know, kind of throwing that away, that'd be tough. So I understand that, but for me, I would have to go with music. Uh, I don't know. I kind of just listen to music throughout my whole my whole day. And I just can't imagine going a day without listening to music because literally it gets me through like certain moods, you know, like when I'm feeling happy, you know, it makes me, you know, it it, it, make, it brings it up, you know, if I'm feeling down, it helps me, you know, mellow out type shit. So, I mean, honestly, it's just something that I, I don't think I can go without. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's a great answer. Um, I guess I'll try to stay away from like reusing stuff. Cause I definitely would have used one of the two that they said, but yes. let me not let me not do that. So um, I'd lead towards, I guess, the um, option of being able to like acquire like more knowledge. I feel like if I'm like stuck in a like a, that's a okay, crazy like, let me answer. <laughs> that was a broad <laughs> answer, bro. No, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna. Nico. The option of being able to acquire more knowledge. I said what? This is just a big answer. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Google what is what is the option, bro? No, okay, so if you only have bare necessities, you you that means you just have everything you need to survive. But like, okay, you know what? I guess I'll just sum it down to like education. But educate I'll use education to explain myself pretty much. So uh, besides like liking to talk to people and listen to music. I like love to just like learn and not in the sense of like, oh, I like school, but more like I just like like to learn and better myself and pick up like new information or like stuff that's new to me. And because I feel like, you know, that just helps you grow as a person. So like not having the ability to really like learn and improve yourself at like an exponential level because what we're going to be stuck on an island. Like, look, you finna learn how to survive on the island and that's it. You're chilling. You're not doing much. But, like, not having the opportunity to, like, learn. And then also, like, that leads into, like, learning more about yourself and helping yourself grow. That would kind of suck that, like, you know, we're going to be stuck like this. So whatever you got, that's you for the rest of your life. That would suck for me not to be able to reach a older age and really, like, mature, like, the way I was supposed to. Yeah, I guess I'm going to mature there with, like, the people I'm with. But if I'm by myself in this instance, then that's kind of that's just tough. So I miss being able to learn, I guess, at the way I'm able to now. Sorry for such the broad topic, but uh, yeah, uh, it's just fun to make fun of you. <laughs> so the question is, what would you, what can you knowledge about on like a day to day basis, right? Yeah, like what is something that you don't think like you like? Let's say it's you now, like. Not like a dumbed down, like it's you right now, and you had to take away one thing. Like, what do you think that thing that you would miss the most would be? Like, what would what do you think you can't go, you can't let them take away? Basically, like I'm not even gonna lie. You know, we got the we got the introspective answers out the way. You know, the improve myself, be better human type of answers. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I can't live without my midday nap. I'm gonna keep it a buck. 
because that's my reset for me to actually be able to like grind like I'm supposed to. Even when I was working like a nine to five, as soon as I get off of work, give me that 30 minutes real quick so I can actually reset, get my mind right and, you know, actually be able to enjoy my day. Because, you know, some of these days we be having are long as hell. And I don't know if, you know, I'm stranding the islands in Tahiti somewhere. It might not be as long, but currently right now, hey, that 30 minutes before I, you know, reset and start studying and go back to my classes is really crucial. I'm saying because a lot of times you know yeah it overwhelmed a lot of stuff on a day-to-day basis and sometimes I feel like it's real important to just take a break just for a little bit you know so you don't really slack off too much and actually be able to you know take a break relax a little bit compose yourself and be able to hit it back strong so you know I don't really have a all the other good answers look you took music was probably my first answer but you know if I had to keep it a bug with y'all it'd probably be that that little reset good little nap in the middle of the day you feel me? they like me they coconut yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I think one thing that I wouldn't be able to go without, um, just me personally, and this might sound weird, is like comedians and like funny content creators, like, cause there's so many times where like I'll be in a bad mood. I'm talking about, I'm just. I don't know, I'll just be in a bad mood. And, like, one of these ugly dudes, bruh, one of these ugly dudes will send me something so funny that, like, it literally just turns my day around because I am in disbelief in what I'm looking at. Like, I'm literally, I don't believe it. I'm like, first of all, I'm filled with so many questions. It's like, first of all, how did you find this? Second of all, why did you come across this? Like, like, was this recommended to you? Because if it was, I think we're going to have to renegotiate, you know, so, you know, the terms of our friendship contract. Because, uh, oh, yeah, that's, no. that's a weird it's shit. It's like that, bro. This man said the companion covenant, bro. Oh, bro. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you, you, you showed me some weird shit, bro. Who? You, you, you. <laughs> Five cents listeners. He is lying. Okay. No, he's it, lying. it ain't no, that no, weird. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. He is no. So, yeah. Like, Stop it. Because just like just being able to laugh is like such a big thing to me. Like I'm very I'm socially selective. So like my days look like I'm usually just you know closed off, reserved to myself, and I'm just kind of you know solitary but like being able to still have that good laugh you know by myself or with other people with my friends and shit like that does it right there because man i wish i wish i could i'm not gonna do them like that but if only y'all knew the man these videos are hilarious we gotta get alex on here bro Hey, bro, the if y'all blow the podcast up enough, the, we have a Discord He is the Twitter meme king. I swear. He, bro. I don't know how he finds some of that stuff, bro. It makes no yeah, sense. It'd be like, what is that? Like, oh, hell no, bro. Never fails to impress me, though. Never fails to impress me, though. I agree, and on like the type of like timing against Nate is on. I just wanted to throw something in there, which is probably something that a lot of us couldn't live without, but at least in like this group. So I have found that I think I'm not gonna say every day, but it's like close. 
that I've watched like an episode of some sort of anime. And for that to just be like stripped, like as weird as this sounds, I feel like all that like anime watchers will understand, like it is like somewhat like shape me to like who I am and like like, you know, kinda like develop like my sense of like I guess like comedic relief. And like the sense of like the type of people I interact with, a lot of the people that I interact with happen to, you know, just also watch anime. It's almost like something that like helps you like get like closer to together, like form a bond. And like for me not doing that, because like if I'm like mad, like I can literally just like get pissed off. Like my friends like on the game piss me off. They sold the bag. I'd be like, yeah, I'm hopping <laughs> off. What I do, I don't go to sleep. I watch a couple episodes of anime because like it helps me like wind down, get a couple laughs in, or if it's like real serious, like divide my attention to something else and like lose track of like what's going on. If I'm sad, like the same thing, I'll just like put on like a comedy anime and just crack up for like a little bit and then do something else so just taking that out of like my day-to-day like it would be different like i would know that like i'm missing something that sort of thing so like i'd also throw that in there sorry for um having to but just so that that would be something interesting to throw in man all right i think that about wraps it up man hey everybody thank y'all for listening uh, this is the Five Cents Podcast. You know what it is. Any last words? No, I just thank y'all for listening. Uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in. And, you know, feel free to leave us a comment on anything you want to hear us talk about or any, you know, any nonsense that you want to say. If you want to start an argument, we can we can start an argument in the comments. I just give us some feedback. Uh, let us know how we're doing. And uh, keep tuning in. Thank you so very much. For me, I just want to say thank y'all for listening. You know, the, the constant support is much appreciated. Please interact, like, the comments, you know, like, all that stuff. Like, make sure y'all do it because we want to interact with y'all, see what y'all think, you know, see some topics y'all are coming up with, you know, maybe talk about those, you know. So, you know, do y'all's thing. We'll do ours. So keep on, you know, supporting. Um, I'll go ahead and hit us with, like, the damn it, you know, the ending. No, but for sure. Discount codes. No, but really, um, thank you guys for watching, tuning in, and like sticking with us. Um, be sure to follow us on social media. We're on everything, and um, for um, audio platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher. You know, Nate, Nate hit me with it, but we're on we're on all audio platforms, and of course, if you're watching on the YouTube, and you already know that we're on YouTube. But um, be sure to leave like um, comments, likes if it's on YouTube, five stars if it's on audio platforms, because that also helps get us out there so more people can um, hear this hideous, hideousness that, you know, that we preach. And we're also, um, we do have a Discord. I don't think it's linked in anything, like, currently. Yeah, we don't need that so we we'll, right now. Yeah, we'd have to do a bit more work on that, Josh. There's a bit, there's some roles that need to be set up. Okay, just know that that's coming and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep y'all posted, but that, that should be a good time right there. I'm going to leave that at that. Thank you guys for watching. Yep, I think the guys summed it up, man. Appreciate y'all for coming through for another podcast. If y'all want to hear anything specific, got some topic ideas, feel free to let us know in the comments. Even want to just hear some more ugly nonsense or keep up with the guys outside the podcast. We got all our searches below too. So keep us posted on that and appreciate y'all for listening. All right. Y'all have a good one.
Peace. Take it easy. <laughs>